Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. Welcome to Andy Raymond Unfiltered, another awesome Dream Team series. It continues this week. We've got another beauty joining us, a young fella who played 17 seasons and as we now know, 350 NRL games. Terry Lamb, how are you, legend? Great, Andy, and yourself? Yeah, going well. As I said, 350 games, we know that now. One of the more bizarre stories in rugby league, if you haven't listened to Terry's Legend Series interview earlier in the year, you have to. It's absolutely brilliant. But you were credited with officially 349 games until about 15 years after you retired. Yeah. And it was corrected. Uh, the first guy to three fifty, pretty strange, mate. Yeah, Menzies is three forty nine as well. Yeah, um, it was strange because I played. I okay. I go back to eighty five. I missed the grand final. Yep. So Warren Ryan decided to keep the same team who played in the grand final mm. in eighty five, and I wasn't in the team. So I played reserve grade. Came off the came off at half time. Sat on the bench for first grade. Um, and then I went on the field within two minutes of the game. Andrew Farrar, I think, broke his leg or something like that. Yep. So I went on the field and um, that was my 350th game from off the bench. But they didn't count coming off the bench them days. So, but they do now, now they do now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, very cool. When you look back at your career and, and the final series you played in, three premierships, does, does one stand out above the others? I'll be first one in 84 because yeah. I'd never won a grand final as a kid or anything like that. So, with the Hornets? Yeah, no, not with Chazzo, no, ah. no. Never won. Got in the semifinals a few times but yeah. never got into a grand final. Um, only because it was my first game in the grand final and wow. it was special for me with Steve Mortimer, the Mortimer oh, brothers, yeah. Robbo and all that. But I played in 86, lost, with, lost to Parramatta. Yep. 88, we won. But me being uh, the captain in 95, mm. that was special with um, all the young – it was me and Mark Brockenshaw there. <laughs> then we had all these kids, Jimmy yeah. Dimmick, um, Craig Polamiana, all these – Jason, the Smith brothers, all these kids, kids. coming through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I was 10 years older than them. Mm. And um, for me to hold the the trophy aloft, oh, and yeah. I've seen it so many times in the past with Steve Mortimer yep. and standing next to him was great. And um, me holding it up aloft was uh, incredible. 84 as a young bloke, 95 as a veteran. So many guys that have won two premierships have told me the second one you actually realise how important it is because when you're a young bloke, you're just so absorbed with the excitement of it and it sort of happens and you don't realise just how special the achievement is. No, you're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember... um, 
where we got played in 94 when Mao knocked me out in the, in yes. the grand final, right? Um, I went back to the Leeds Club after that and I was off my head. I was still crook on everything like that. Wow. And um, and I didn't – and I got picked up the next day for Mad Monday and I didn't realise I didn't even know what happened that night at the Leeds Club or anything like that. I had a, I had a few beers after the game. Yeah. And, but I was I was out cold virtually most of the night, and I, and I was in bed by maybe ten o'clock or something like that, which is very unlike you. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Ninety five grand final. It was going to be your last game. It turned out it wasn't. What an amazing game and result because that manly side. I think they only lost maybe two games all year, and they were red hot favourites. Yeah, they did. That, that's that. They lost two. That was it. Um, and they were red hot. Yeah. Year after as well, they they lost the year after as yeah. that in '96 too. So um, something must have been going on. But I think they won in '97. And uh, but yeah, that was I know I came back for one reason. That was the cash they gave me. Yeah. It was Super League time, and I came for, aimed back back for the cash. There was no reason other than that. As you said, the Eagles regard that one, and the year later as the two that they missed out on. <laughs> Is there a year when you look back at your career and think, should have won that one, that's the one I missed? Absolutely. No, but not – we didn't even make the grand finals. Like we won in 88. We had the same team yep. in 89 with, with Gus. Yeah. And um, didn't even make the semis. Wow. We got, But we had to win our last game in 80, 90, uh, 89 against South Sydney. To qualify. To qualify for okay. the semis. And we knew if we got in there, we'd probably have a chance to win on it. Yeah. And didn't even make it. We, we lost wow. on the day. So uh, that's probably one year that I look at. But, you know, going back 84, 85, yeah. 86, what a great team Parramatta were in the 80s too. Yeah. You know, they won three in a row. Then they won win in 86. Uh, I was with Brett Kenny yesterday actually um, really? at the game, yeah. And we spoke about the, the old days. And there's no uh, – um, we're we're so laid back together yeah. each other, you know. We're pretty cool together, you know. We there's we don't hate each other. We don't. Yeah. We we're actually good mates. Great rivalry, T Lamb versus B Kenny. Yeah, we're, and and completely different players. He yeah. was he was so relaxed out on the field. He he could do anything. Yep. Intercepts was his his forte. Mm. Um, his speed and everything. Where me, I'd love to get in the ruck and have a go and and get stuck stuck in everybody, you yeah. know. And yeah, we'll say different people as five eights. Okay, dream team time, mate. Was it easy or was it hard to come up with your best thirteen? Well, my dream team team is. Uh, I want when I went to Western Suburbs, I wanted to play with Tommy. John yep. Dorohy, Graham O'Grady and that. So um, my fullback's John Dorohy only because, you know, we, he had skill everywhere. Yeah. I've got the Fox in because I think I would have liked to play with the Fox. I know the person himself. Yep. Um, and he's a bit of a character. Latrell Mitchell. Wow. Uh, that's that's a big one for me because yeah. um, I'm not a South supporter at all. <laughs> I just love the way he plays football. Yeah. He's, he's so um, strong. Um, but so he, he – he acts a little bit that I don't like, but yeah. he's a footballer, so I, I don't care about that. Yep. Gene Miles, because I played with Gino on the Kangaroo Tour. What a terrific fellow he Larry is. Larry Corrower. Like, on the wing, mm. you can't beat pace. And yeah. the Fox and Larry Corrower was probably the same people right now. No one's catching you. No ways. way in the world. Yeah. No way. And, you know, 
bar Brett, Brett Kenny and Steve Mortimer, Wally Lewis is one of the best players I've played with. He could do anything. Yep. And I've haven't even got myself in this team. So Steve Mortimer is there. And and Wally Lewis and the halves, is it? Yep. Steve Warner and Wally Lewis. Yep, Jeez, absolutely. Isn't that a, a, a half five eighth combination? Yeah. yeah Turvey could do his own stuff yep. and Wally could do the own stuff as well. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au or visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond Unfilter. We've got Terry Lamb with us. His dream team backline. What about this? John Dorohy, the great Joe Cool as the fullback. The wingers, you're not catching them. Josh Adokar and Larry Corrawa. The centres, Latrell Mitchell and the great Gene Miles. And get this for a halves combination, Wally Lewis and Steve Mortimer. Okay, mate, let's go into the pack. Who have you got at lock? I've got lock. So I'm gonna ch- I've got Jimmy Dimmick at lock. Yeah. Because I played with him in the last couple of years and uh, he's an incredible player, Jimmy. Yeah. Incredible. Jason Smith and Bobby Linder. Two completely different players wow. where Bobby Linda takes the ball up all day. Yep. Where Jason Smith has got that much skill. Yeah. Uh, he could put anything in someone's hand. Bob Lindner is a guy that I think doesn't get the recognition for what he did and how good he was. Yep. You played against him. You know just how good, how tough oh, he was. Absolutely. And, and at pace too, he was quite, quite fast yeah. as well. And uh, my front rows are Steve Roach and Darren Britt. Blake, both got ball skills and both tough people. Darren Britt took a lot of Terry Lamb with him, mate. He's um, You're a leader of men. He's a leader of men. He had that ability, as you did, to get a group together, whether it was on a training park, whether it was at the pub after, oh, absolutely. after training. Yeah. I know sports science and technology is what it is, but you guys were famous for going – and having a couple of beers Absolutely. or more than a couple of beers. Yes, well, there was plenty of, of After them, training, yes. you know, Billy Johnson, Jeff Robinson and the crew. Yep. But that was part of the package. Well, we only got told by our coaches. So Roy Masters and, and Warren Ryan used to say, let's go up the pub and have a beer on Thursday Thursday afternoons, you know. So everybody went up, but it was two or three, but we had six or seven. So And then we drove home because you could them days. Robbo knew every publican in the Can- Canterbury-Bankstown area and introduced you to all of them. Virtually, yes. <laughs> because I remember uh, we used to drink at Chistor Hotel yeah. when I was a kid and um, we got in a bit of a scuffle up there with the bouncers and that. So we, yep. got, we actually got kicked out of the pub. Out of the local? Out of the local pub, yep, Chazo. And um, so we all – this is a C-grade team and my yeah. brother – all went down to the Willows, yep. where Arthur Laundie's pub is, is now. Yeah. And uh, I met Arthur when I was 16 years old. And I said, mate, how'd you, how'd you serve me a drink, drink at 16 years old? He said, I needed the money, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he said. And now he's got 75 <laughs> hotels and he's sponsoring the Bulldogs, you know. And he's, what a great family, that Laundie family is. That is uh, Very, very good. Terrific. And uh, my hooker 
is Jason Hetherington. Another guy that knew the value of having a close group of mates and friends. Uh, he's a terrific person. Yeah. And he was he was a better player than people thought he was. I, I agree. You know, he um he was tough and he did things on the field that I think I think it was uh I think it was ninety five in the grand final, Halligan, Jason Hetherington got back there and tackled someone before they got yeah. to the try line and mate, what an incredible situation that was. We're watching Kobe Hetherington run yes. around in first grade at the moment. Zach Hetherington is at the Bulldogs. That's correct. Jason's twins. Yes. Make you feel old? Well, they call me Uncle Terry. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> the dogs of war term. Yes. Who, who are the originals, mate? Who do you consider the legit tough guys that were terrifying opponents? Well, I think it started before I when I got there because Robbo and all that were yep. there and – um, then Warren Ryan came along and bought Peter Kelly and Tunks and we had Langmack, we had uh, Dave Gillespie, you know, yeah. folksy. Um, and I think that just got on with – we got on with it. Yep. And um, you got to remember a couple of other people. I know the Dogs of War, but we had Andrew Farrer out in the centres next right. to me and so was Chris Mortimer. Chris Mortimer. And they were, they were just as tough as our <laughs> blokes too. So they, I remember um, – a few games, they used to have competitions who could knock their centre out before the other bloke. And, they, you know, they used to have bets on it. So <laughs> they were incredible people because I, I had – I was so lucky to play in a really good team in the 80s that I had Mortimer and Farrah either either side of me or wow. or Steve Folks, Dave Gillespie or Langmack on the other side. So it didn't matter with me. People used to try, run at me and wear me out, but I didn't have to do the tackling. They did it for me. And I, I appreciated that. Tough men across the park when you look at it like that. Tough men in a tough time too. Yeah. Everybody was, you know, um, it was live or die really yeah. on the field. Always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for dropping in for the Dream Team and a big happy birthday for yesterday too, great man, 62. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Yeah, good to be there, mate. I've been, I've been married for 40 years and Kim's been with me for about 38 of them years on the football field. So she's she's gone through a hard life as well. Yeah, she deserves the OAM, doesn't she? Absolutely she she does, yes. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered, another cracking week on the podcast where you can listen to any episode at any time. Just download the lot and rip in. Early in the week, it's the Legends series where, over two episodes, we talk footy and life with some of the game's greats. They are without peer when it comes to storytelling. The Rugby League Superpod comes out just in time for the round of footy. It's the hottest podcast on the market with 12 different player interviews each and every episode. Yep, a dozen interviews with all your favourites every week. The Dream Team series will get you through the weekend. No dramas. Past and present players deliver their best ever 13 or could be best drinkers, funniest teammates or worst trainers. Every one of them is a beauty you'll love but disagree with too. Four episodes weekly on the only podcast that talks with the superstars, not about them, each and every episode. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.